Today is March 25th, Season 3, Episode 6. Decky Rook, how are we? Ooh, Andy Cuffs. Doing great, man. Feeling fired up for Jennifer Tavernier, a little American ninja warrior. You can find her most popularly at, at Mini Ninja on Instagram. She is an incredible human and just an absolute overall badass. Jennifer Tavernier, thank you so much for coming on our show. You're an awesome person. You're empowering so many people through your platform. Thank you for joining the Back Pocket Podcast. Now, marketing interns, enjoy our conversation. We spend so much money on everything but ourselves all of the time. Like Andrew. Andy Fuel Source over here spending money on McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, and Chipotle all in one day. Let's spend this money just a little more wisely. Invest in yourself. Invest in that passion project. Invest in your dreams. You are spot on, dude. We do not invest in ourselves enough. That's why we partnered up with Visionary Manufacturing. That's right. Visionary Manufacturing, a one-stop shop, custom products company dedicated on delivering a quality product to help you grow your brand. They are committed to help turn that brand, that passion project, that dream into a reality. Simple as that. We just bought these simple, nice Bella Canvas soft ocean blue tees for a great price and a beautiful turnaround. Absolutely. And if you want to invest in your dreams like us, wild the average guys, hit us up at backpocket at visionarymfg.com. That's B-A-C-K-P-O-C-K-E-T at visionarymfg.com and we'll create a custom package just for you. Jennifer Tavernier, thank you so much for coming to the Back Pocket Podcast. How are you doing today? Thank you for having me. I'm doing great. Awesome. I'm uh, stoked that we just ate some Carboni's pizza. That was amazing. Um, Yes, it was amazing. You guys rock. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I grew up on that pizza. I haven't had it in probably 20 years. Perfect. Yeah, we got introduced to that like freshman year of college and we're like, all right, Carboni's is the way. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. (laughs) The square slices, like, cannot beat it. I was picking it up today. And, uh, or I guess a couple hours ago, not today. And, uh, just kids running around May in, so, inside the restaurant. Absolute mayhem. <laughs> yeah. Absolute mayhem. Um, I believe it, but good stuff. Okay. So we've gotten to know you a little bit through our interaction over social media and now yeah. uh, for a little bit off air, but our marketing interns, our listeners don't necessarily know you. So if you could give yourself a little background of how you got into American Ninja Warrior and um, how you got your influence kind of going. Yeah, absolutely. I found American Ninja Warrior through a viral video of Casey Catanzaro Mm -hmm. uh, going up the warped wall and finishing the uh, qualifier and finals course in Dallas like four, I think it was four years ago and saw it and I was like, that looks so amazing. Um, I was kind of looking for something to throw myself into. I'd been taking hit classes for a while, and I was just looking for something new. So saw it, and I was like, that looks so fun. I want to give it a shot. And I started looking for um, looking for gyms, ninja gyms to train at, and there was like one gym way up in Buffalo, Minnesota at the time. How far away is that? I'm it, from Colorado, so I have no okay, idea. Okay, Colorado's awesome. Um, about 45, it was a good like 45 to 
an hour drive Dang, for so me. you went there every day? No, I went there two to three times a week. Okay. And trained, um, there were a group of us from the cities that all went up together. It was like a little pack of us. Um, and yeah, we'd go up and train like two or three hours at a time. And Dang. we had so much fun. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Like, like that core group of people, pretty much like all of them have been on the show now. It's, it's awesome. Is, what, is there a team name behind that specific gym? No, well, no, no. Uh, well that, yeah, that gym was Ninjas United, okay. which has now spread. There's like a whole bunch of gyms in the Twin Cities. Um, there's another brand called Conquer Ninja Warrior and there's an Obstacle Academy gym as well. So there's, I don't know, probably there's almost 10 locations. Okay. Wow. Twin Cities now, yeah. That's so cool that that this competition has sparked that too. Because yeah, it's been amazing to watch it grow. It's been amazing. I was a avid watcher of Ninja Warrior on G Four. Okay. Oh my God! Yeah. So that's yeah. that's the OG. Like... That's in a- Asia <laughs> with your um, announcers that don't speak English and in a course <laughs> that is not regulated. It's just muddy water and it's just crazy obstacles. Oh yeah. And I remember watching it and. And just being blown away by everything because these guys are not. There's like two people that trained for it, and the rest were just your average Joes. Right. And it was just hilarious. <laughs> They're just falling everywhere in this murky water, and it, they, you couldn't understand a word anyone's saying. Right. <laughs> but looking at that, and now today, it's mm-hmm. been awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the show's come a long way for sure. Yeah. That's so you got so into it, and kind of take me from like the next sure. kind of steps. I had a friend who, well, I wanted to get on the show. I wanted to compete. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend who was like, well, you need to put your training videos on Instagram. Like, what the stuff you're doing for training is so awesome. And I was like, what's Instagram? <laughs> and so... How, long, how many years ago was this? Uh, three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. okay. Wow. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. So, like, once a day, I started putting out a training video. Just, like, tried to make it catchy. Like, at the time, it was only, they were only 15-second videos that you could put up. So... Um, yeah, I just started that. throwing yeah. up one a day. Like, I changed my Facebook. I started, like, friending everybody that I knew. I started putting my videos on Facebook, too. My Facebook actually grew first, like, just with friends and stuff supporting me. Yeah. And then, um, and yeah, Instagram started kind of taking off. And I got asked, I, and I was traveling, trying to, like, do comp- ninja competitions where I could. And um, then I got asked by one of the kind of veteran ninjas brian arnold to be on his team for this new show they were doing called team ninja warrior and i was like oh my god (laughs) yes absolutely Mm -hmm. like are you kidding me and so we um we competed as a team brian arnold and jake murray and myself and we ended up um we ended up winning the show our first our first shot out at it and it was just like mind-blowing experience after mind-blowing experience yeah it was was it really the first exciting. year they implemented Team Ninja Warrior, or was that? That was our yeah. That was the very first season of Team Ninja Warrior. Okay, that's yep. awesome. Yep, kickstarted it and winning it. <laughs> yeah. How does that work, by the way? Like when you compare Team Ninja Warrior to sure, how does that um, work? So Team Ninja Warrior is Ninja versus Ninja. It's oh. a side by side course, and it's a speed course. It's a battle. So yeah, it was so intense. I mean, so much fun to watch because it's like everybody's favorite ninja is racing each other yeah um but also a very dangerous course because like risk of injury was so high because people were just like throwing all caution to the wind trying to win sure and but yeah it was so fun so take me back to 
um, testing on those early uh, Ninja Warrior um, competitions. So you're just getting into the sport. Yeah. And how was that uh, going from the gym and nailing kind of like the the salmon ladder and all those different obstacles right. and you're doing them really well in the gym, but now you have to compete in front of a camera yeah. or right, in front right. of other people. How was that? Um, I, the first time I got on the obstacles, I just remember how big they felt like you're like I was shaking because I was so high off the ground and like my oh. first time on the obstacles was actually testing for Ninja Warrior um, I got connected with some people that um, they always need testers to run the obstacles before the mm-hmm. the competitors do oh, okay and so yeah I just remember like standing up there and shaking <laughs> not like looking down at all and like backing away from the ledge and I mean you kind of have to like reach a little bit for the for you know for the obstacles that, that are over the water and oh. I fell in the water a lot. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Those things are way up there. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. So you would go and test, like, for all the other, before all yeah. the actual ninjas came first Exactly, round. yep. Was it, was it weird, like, getting into it right away because you're just conquering obstacles now and just trying to compete as opposed to just, like, working hit or we'll touch on this the stroller fitness and doing all like just being in fitness versus being like a in a fitness competition where you're it's it sounds crazy yeah i mean adrenaline was very high that's much different than yeah going to a hit class or something but okay yeah it was it was intense even just testing and these ones these courses were in uh colorado um no no okay Mm -mm. just Uh, all over the place or yeah, one of the competitions where I met Brian Arnold actually wasn't, you're right, it was in Colorado. Okay. Um, but the course where I tested was in Kansas City, and then Ninja Warrior, or Team Ninja Warrior was in LA. So, yeah, they're kind of spread out. Okay, awesome. Yeah, because I'm trying to just connect the dots on how you um, just made your way through this industry, and, and then made your name, like, very well known in Team Ninja Warrior, and through just American Ninja Warrior in general. Uh, and it started in these early testing. That's really cool. Yeah. That you can, it, that you went that far. You were just a tester and then you won the competition. Yeah. <laughs> it happened pretty fast, but it was just, I think Instagram helped kind of getting my name out there. And yeah. at the time there weren't a lot of females either that were, that were strong, um, or even like really training for the sport. So I got in at a good time. Well, the woman that inspired you, what was her name? Kay- Casey, Casey Catanzaro. Yeah. So she was first ever american ninja warrior she uh, woman? she was the first woman to finish a qualifier course That's which right. is six obstacles long so she was the first woman to ever make it up the warped wall and mm-hmm. she's only five feet tall yep. which was also super inspiring for me I and then say, she's similar frame yeah, yeah yep um and then she also finished the same her same competition she finished the finals course which was uh i don't actually know if any woman has ever done that again so Whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang, dude. There's a few that have made it to um, Mount Las Vegas. To Vegas. To yeah. Vegas. But yep. they never completed that finals course. I don't think any of them time have. Yeah. Okay. Dang. Wow. Do they make them that hard? They I'm have. They have made the courses very difficult. Now. They, they get harder <laughs> and harder. Like at the beginning and the early, like I was sitting there, like, oh, I could do this. Like, <laughs> I play football. I work out. I could do this. And now I'm watching them. It's like. Some of this, about, <laughs> your, your forearm strength, it has to be superior to everyone. Like, you, your grip strength is uh, is the biggest weakness that people have. Okay. And that's, I feel like, why most people get knocked out. Okay. I get that now. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing I wanted to kind of backtrack a little yeah. bit 
um, we're talking about this American Ninja Warrior stuff, and it's absolutely bananas. But where did you find the passion for, like, fitness? So you played tennis at Bethel, which right. is so small, small <laughs> world, because we played football at St. Thomas. That's so crazy. A bunch of my actors out here, yep, <laughs> which is awesome. But um, going, like, post-college, Andrew and I pretty much flipped the fitness, fitness switch <laughs> off for the most part. Like, yeah. I started running and, like, lost 20 pounds. Andrew just didn't do anything and lost 20 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and now here we are. Um, but how would you, like, maintain that? Um, or how'd you find your, how'd you find the passion for fitness? How'd you keep it going? How'd you want to start competing in these crazy events? Like, yeah, love to hear that just whole startup story. Um, I mean like right after college, I took a break too. Okay. And I, I played tennis recreationally actually down in Atlanta, Georgia. I moved there for like three years. Okay. And then what what part of Atlanta? Uh, Buford. Okay. I have family in, uh, Alpharetta. Sure. Um, I think Buford is, is that west I, I'm, yeah I, the geography is a bit of, yeah. i'm not gonna be able to okay. answer we have that. a map <laughs> yeah the map won't figure help. it out yeah okay uh and you're down there for three years and you continue to play tennis yeah i was playing but just for fun right sure. and um and then i got pregnant with my first daughter and um I, I played tennis a little bit during that time but mostly it was just like walking and but i knew that i loved to move and I had a friend after she was born, uh, she was like nine months old. I had a friend tell me about this stroller fitness um, class that she was going to. And I was like, what? And yeah, it's like this group of moms that all got together and they like packed their kids and their snacks in the strollers and they had exercise bands and there was an instructor. And I, I was like, I've got to check this out. This sounds so cool. And I went and I was I was hooked like practically before I went and <laughs> um I mean the workout was so hard like she worked I was so sore I mean we were doing lunges and squats and sprints and all kinds of um stuff with our exercise bands and like singing to the kids in between and parking the strollers and it was it was pretty awesome this blows my mind yeah <laughs> this is somebody was like super smart to come up with this and then they had like all these programs for helping moms like re- like they had to restore the core program to mm-hmm. help them kind of regain their bodies and heal after their pregnancies and um yeah so it was amazing for me and i think that was definitely my kind of like you said, gateway into fitness, mm-hmm. into general fitness. Okay. I just fell in love with it. And I ran my own stroller fitness business for did a couple really? of years. I did. Cause did, you, we... did you steal her business model? <laughs> <laughs> I completely did. <laughs> Is this still in Atlanta or you had moved now? I actually was in Boston. Okay. Uh, both my daughters were born there. Um, it, there for three years. And then the, I started a business in Indiana because they had... Um, where we were living at the time there was you know wasn't stroller stroller fitness (laughs) (laughs) and i was going crazy (laughs) so yeah i i started a little business there and i don't know if it's still going i did i sold the business um when when i left and yeah i'm i haven't kept up with it so i don't know if it's still around but how'd that go over that whole business were you the only instructor or did you hire a team and i did i hired a few ladies and Mm -hmm. it was really fun like the area where I was living, um, there weren't a lot of, I want to say like most of the moms I got were brand new to fitness. They'd never exercised a day in their life. Wow. So it was just fun, like introducing them to it. And they were always so amazed with what they could do. 
and like I'd tell them like what we were going to do next and they'd look at me you know and Mm -hmm. be like no you can do this and they were always just so proud of themselves and that was super rewarding Mm -hmm. I think that is such a great point to make about like fitness in general and like general fitness is you guys like especially coaches I mean it's not just teaching you how to do a lunge or how to run up a hill or do bands or anything it's more just like hey you're the extra force to get it through those those people's minds like going from i can't do this to i can't do this yeah like, i think that's the best part it's so awesome yeah. what were you gonna say i was gonna say it's really cool how you were able to see yourself probably in those first days when someone joined the class i'm like oh that was me right i know how to help them <laughs> and get them better at this type of fitness um so you had this business in indiana yeah um and it, it did it go pretty well overall would you say it was yeah. a success i mean it was a it was a success for me. It wasn't like super lucrative or anything, mm-hmm. but yeah. I you know I was also doing it a lot for myself and yeah, yeah it was. I got to meet a fitness, lot of amazing women and for it. Yep. yeah, yeah, it's been a good road. That's just well, and, and another thing too is you have two daughters this whole time. Like, how is it running and balancing a business and raising two daughters? Sure. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, and don't, don't, I did not do enough research, but you're okay. not raising these daughters by yourself, or are you? So, so no, I, right now, um, so I, I'm, div- I am divorced. Okay. Um, and their dad takes them half time. So okay. we have cool. a, we have a good relationship. Yeah. Um, he's a good friend. Um, actually lives pretty close. So he takes them a week. I take them a week. Gotcha. Yeah. So okay. that does I was give just me- curious. Yeah. Just understanding the balance no, and the workload. No, that's totally fine. Yeah, it was definitely a lot more challenging when they were little when I didn't, you know, when I had them all the time. Yeah. Um, and that's part of the reason for stroller fitness. That was nice because you didn't have to, like, bring them to the gym. And when they got older, I did start um, taking them with me to the gym, and that helped balance a little bit. Yeah, it's always it's always hard. Like, last week they were with me, and my younger one got this, like, crazy weird sickness. Um, and... And she was home all week, like with a high fever. And so that, yeah, I mean, weeks like that happen. And I missed a couple of days at the gym because mm-hmm. like I needed to stay home with her. And that's, that's how it goes sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I love, uh, I need to, we should probably interview your ki- kids and ask them how uh, stroller fitness was for them. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a blast. They were having a blast. Yeah. They liked it afterward because they got to go to the park. But <laughs> okay. I uh so my I did stroller yeah (laughs) with other kids and they're screaming too so then they're just feeding off each other (laughs) I uh what's great I did now I think about I did stroller fitness with my father like my father took me around in strollers all the time and there's this one so I come from a family of five and wow um by the time I graduated from the stroller to the bike um my dad would be in the stroller with my younger sister Rory and I would be biking nearby there's one time where my dad dude this is such a my dad like bone it's pretty much just a boneheaded guy move but he's trying i like crash right in front of him and we just had gone over a bridge over and it's probably a 20 foot drop down to the colorado river oh wow and my dad sees me crash and leaves the stroller to go help me out and i'm crying on the ground and he forgets to put the brakes on the stroller (laughs) and the stroller rolls down the hill and like my sister could easily not be alive she <laughs> she almost went to the edge and he said um i i'll let him i don't know how the story really ended but it stopped somehow the stroller like hit the railing of the bridge or something but he he yeah. describes it as like 
that stroller almost went 20 feet off into the river. My sister oh my was God. probably like two years old. At the time. <laughs> oh my I'm goodness. sure his yeah. heart was absolutely racing. <laughs> yeah, but he just, he tells that story to this day like, oh my God. That's when he needed an organized class. <laughs> stroller fitness. <laughs> There's your pitch right there. We, your we pitch. had plenty of accidents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what we could incredible. do is we could create a commercial some, similar such as that. Mm-hmm. And, we, and with the mom or dad diving and saving the stroller. <laughs> and then it flashes to you. Stroller fitness where this will never happen. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Avoid disasters with your kids out on the open plains. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just take over the entire state of Indiana? <laughs> No. <laughs> oh, okay. Just thought I'd ask. Like, I feel like very that'd be local. A... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Endeavor. Yo! Thanks for hitting play. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah, I just want to let you guys know that we did this entire podcast with Skylines Backs on. And I just want to let you know that. Yeah, and this it, this isn't an ad though. We just wanted to let you know that. But we were wearing them. Yeah, we were wearing them, and they were really cool. It was kind of hard to see, but like we were wearing them, and it wasn't. And it's this is not an ad. No, this is not an ad. Everyone knows that it's not an ad, but uh, we love Skyline Specs. Yeah, and it's not an ad, and it's just they're great Skyline Specs. They're great specs. You guys will love them. And everyone knows that, and we just wanted to mention that there are some pretty cool shades. And this isn't an ad, but we love Scott Ballard, and we love his company, Skyline Specs, at SkylineSpecs.com. This isn't an ad, just because we love Scott Ballard. Yeah, we want and we want people to, to buy these specs, and it's just not an ad, SkylineSpecs.com. All right, so take me from there to the next step in the fitness kind of in- industry. So I moved back to Minnesota nice. to be um, closer to my, my parents, and... Where'd you grow up, by the way? White Bear Lake, okay. Minnesota. I know where that is. That's, that's uh, <laughs> east of here. That's, uh, did you go to Matamidi? I didn't. I went to White Bear. White my Bear. dad oh, My dad oh. grew up in Matamidi, though. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Nice. We're getting good at this. Yeah, yeah. we're growing. We're dominating <laughs> the sandbox. Yeah, we're, do- we're figuring it out, dude. Yep. So anyways, you moved back here. Moved back here. I was over the stroller fitness by this point. I was... How many years? I had enough. Um, I, three or four, wow. I think I'd done it. Okay. It was... It was fun, but it was it was a lot of work. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so my kids were old enough. I was like, eh, they're going to go to childcare at the gym. So I found this uh, hit fitness class um, Yeah, at a community center and started going there and just like really enjoyed throwing myself into that class and not teaching for a while. It was super nice. And um, but I I still loved like the intensity of the workouts and at it was just like a game changer, you know, for me, like stroller fitness had been as mm-hmm. far as the adrenaline rush I got after working out. And, um, but I started like really being, seeing how strong my body was getting doing, doing these workouts. I mean, you guys are just talking to me yes. about doing hit training and how awesome that is for, it's incredible. Yeah. It is. We were just saying how it's not, there's never an easy workout because you can right. push yourself just a little bit harder and it's in another area and then you're just that more exhausted. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the next station and you're like, wow, I got 40 seconds here. I just gas myself at the row machine for 40 seconds. Yeah. 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 And that's exactly. the other thing about like being a, a football player and going hard as, as you possibly can for that, you know, five, 10 seconds. And that's how you train too. Mm-hmm. So when you go into hit, it's like, Oh wait, yes. I need 40 seconds. Oh, you need, it's you like need 60. Yeah. It's like, Oh, do, uh, you know, do kettlebell swings for 60 seconds. And you know, dumb small brain football guys are like, all right, let's just to pick the heaviest weight that I can do and let's go <laughs> as hard as I can. And by 15 seconds, right. Like, I made a bad mistake. <laughs> done that before that. so you gotta yeah. so you gotta learn yeah. you really gotta learn yeah. that's very true <laughs> yep you're so you're working out in the hit industry um yeah yeah that's awesome yeah and it was like kind of at a pivotal point in my life too um my 
like my brother had just passed away um and and my ex and I were um kind of going through our stuff and I had been through like four miscarriages back to back like I talk about that on Instagram sometimes and um so at this point like hit was kind of a lifesaver for me like it was getting me through and like my instructor I absolutely like was in love with she was so amazing and let's she pl- was let's kind plug of a, her. can we plug her Ju- <laughs> yeah Julie Feline Julie thank <laughs> at you Wilson Fitness Center nice. <laughs> <laughs> Williston Fitness Center yeah she was amazing and my, just my group of friends there and I think anybody who's been to a fitness class, you know, regularly or CrossFit or anything like that, that just like kind of become the little family mm-hmm. um, and a support group. And, you know, you go for that hour and you don't have to think about anything and you just throw yourself into it. And um, that's what it, that's what it was for me. And yeah, so it was I was doing hit. I tried CrossFit for like six months too. CrossFit was always something that I had like really wanted to experiment with. It looked really intriguing to me and even competitively I was I was interested in kind of seeing where I could go with it and and I tried it and I was like 100 pounds like I just was not able to push enough weight um to be competitive and Mm -hmm. you know body weight stuff I was rocking it (laughs) but but not pushing the big weight so Mm -hmm. tried CrossFit for like six months and um it was shortly after that that I that I stumbled across the Ninja Warrior stuff. So that's okay. kind of where that transitioned. Mm-hmm. Wow. I love how you said that the, the the workout was like the only thing you thought about during that 50 minutes. Yeah. We have that same type of feeling and we've had a guest on our show in the fitness industry and they say the same thing. And it's uh, JC Lippold said it, how the fitness or like a workout class is the new church. Uh, it's the new like yeah. Zen period. Some do, some do yoga, some do um, something in the arts, whether it's painting or sculpting or something like that. And then the gym has become that through these type of classes and hit training is one of them where they create that community yeah. and you know, everyone in there and you, once you're in there, you can just release everything right. and you can be yourself and work out as hard as you can mm-hmm. and just clear your mind. Yeah. It's a, absolutely. it's a beautiful thing. I, I completely agree. <laughs> awesome. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. And so you kickstarted the hit and the CrossFit into American Ninja Warrior and yeah. is, is it just seeing it on television and saying hey I want to try this or was there someone in your community uh there were I had friends a bunch of friends and actually my dad all sent me the same video okay um of Casey and oh, gotcha yeah that that was enough I was like okay this looks awesome like it looks like something I'd be good at potentially mm-hmm. also looks like a blast and I'm looking for something to kind of to push yourself something in. next you yep. know Dang. Have you met Casey since then? Yeah, Casey's a pretty good friend of mine. That's yeah, really cool. She's she is the biggest sweetheart. Like she I just give her props all the time because she you know, gets so has always gotten so much attention. And every time that I've been around her when she's just getting bombarded by by fans and by people, she's just nothing but kindness to everyone around her and she just radiates that from her Instagram too. So, yeah. She's she's a superhero. She is awesome. I, yeah. I remember because it wasn't maybe four years ago when she completed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Four years ago when she Something completed like the course. And uh, I, I've i started to fade a little bit with watching it because it's just on all the time and you can just watch yeah. reruns and have fun <laughs> with it. But like I would record it and I'd watch like every episode back in my career. I didn't know you were such a big fan. I love American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Brian Arnold was awesome, but I was before that was like Brian Orozco with the mustache. Oh my gosh. I don't girls. know who that is. Okay. He was like, like season one and season two early. Okay. And, uh, 
I was my little brother and I we were just so obsessed with it we would <laughs> try to do it in our backyard and stuff like that's with, amazing with random stuff yeah <laughs> um so she got you into it and how was the early stages of trying out these like where did you go you to know do it the was obstacles? pretty awesome yeah <laughs> <laughs> like I was pretty strong because I'd been doing hit for a while and I I started I knew that if I wanted to be on the show I needed to be able to do a ton of pull-ups and I needed like finger strength so I was doing like ledge pull-ups at home put up a two by four or a two by two actually above a doorway and I just did pull-ups like all the time so by the time I got into a ninja gym like I was pretty strong and it was it was kind of really fun for me because it was most it was almost all guys that were there training and I could like hop on the obstacles and and do them like pretty well and yeah it was fun right away right away you're getting into it yeah and you're kicking their butt I I I kind of was (laughs) but my I didn't have any technique though okay I didn't know how to swing my body like I didn't know you know, like I, I was a little bit awkward on all of it so I had a lot of learning to do um mm-hmm. and like that group of guys was just so supportive and you know I mean I remember like them giving me hugs that first day just like embracing me and like telling me I was awesome and that that helped a lot mm-hmm. you got that to community feel welcome. again yeah yep oh, cool ledge push-ups just pull-ups just hurt even thinking <laughs> about it that's yeah. incredible <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so cool! So, so you just kind of fast forwarding now because we really unpacked the ninja story and yeah. throughout. But where um, I was curious, where did you find the name Mini Ninja? Um, a friend of mine suggested it. Yeah, okay. as a play on it's awesome Minnesota, Minnesota yeah. and because I'm little. ninja mm-hmm. makes sense. Oh, and and, and a little short in stature, got a little bit of play in there. Yep, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. awesome. So okay, so winning the uh team ninja warrior yeah and then going from there you didn't you end up competing on american ninja warrior as well i did yeah yeah i did um that next season that was right after mono i was telling you guys about like i i'm so thankful for my experience on team ninja warrior because i was able to compete and be healthy and like that's my best ninja performance by far and like my best ninja memories and uh, yeah, I got sick, and I think things just kind of never were the same for me after that with my ninja experience. Um, I got hit very hard with mono. I was in the hospital for um, four days. Like, my oh. liver was failing. Like, I was I was kind of a mess. So um, this was how many days before you were supposed to compete? Oh, it was a couple weeks before I was supposed to compete. Oh. Yeah, it was tough. They were so gracious. gracious gracious and let me compete in a different city so i had a couple i had like a month i think um even that's still like yeah i wasn't i wasn't very healthy but i was again just so like thankful for the opportunity to be on the show like this is what i'd been working for so hard and um yeah i i mean i have good memories of that for sure right Dang, how did you My, know? Like so many friends and family like flew out to support me. And I just, nice. I remember like, even though I didn't feel good, like my heart was just so full. Mm-hmm. From... Yeah. Oh man. Before I touch on the performance and kind of like how that went, all went down. Yeah. Um, the, the mono experience, um, how did you know you had mono? And like, what made you go mm. to the hospital? Because yeah. I also had mono and I okay. had no idea I had it. I just thought sure. like the physical activity and you're in the same boat was like exhausting me and i was like all right uh, I'm, I'm tired right i'm not oh, i'm like i'm probably a little bit more tired than normal but i didn't put two and two together that mono was right. the thing that was dragging me down 
Um, I mean, the doctors, <laughs> the doctors didn't even know for like a, a month. Yeah. Till the test came back. So mm-hmm. I mean. And you just went and to the I, doctor well, one time. I like, had, I'm a little bit more sick than I've ever been. No, I no, I I got a really high fever. Okay. And then what did it for me? The fever wasn't going away. My eyes started turning yellow, and my urine was super dark, mm. oh. and that was because my it was hitting my liver okay um so when i saw that i was like oh god (laughs) like (laughs) this isn't right (laughs) something's really wrong right now so yeah they yeah then i went to urgent care and they were like yeah you need to go to the hospital right now oh my gosh i found out i had mono um through playing football and i went up for a catch and i exposed my rib cage and i I made the catch and someone hit me and my spleen it they, they the technical term was shattered because um it didn't rupture the membrane um of the actual spleen oh that's so it stayed at contact so if, if it were to rupture i would have been flown like to the hospital from the stadium because i would have been like 10 minutes away from wow uh, death and i it shattered and my trainer came out and did like a test and uh-huh. i had like i was like crunched in a ball and he'd like touch my ribs he's like oh you probably broke your ribs so then i like went through the whole week like uh, sitting on the sideline expecting to play on the Saturday in high school. And uh, I was like, Mom, I'm not getting any better. Yeah. Like, I'm still, like, struggling. And uh, he, and then uh, I go to the doctor, and, like, I'm, like, laying on it flat on the table, and she feels my spleen, and, like, instantly she's like, whoa, there's something serious there. Get a CAT oh, scan. No. I had shattered my spleen, like, bruised my kidneys, had internal, like, had this catastrophic oh. injury. And I was, like, walking around school for a week with it. Like, my face was pale and everything. Oh, yeah. So I like understand yeah. all of the mono just like draining mentality, and I can't imagine right. competing in Team Ninja Warrior with that. Well, no, this I, was I American Ninja Warrior, um, season seven. Y- yes, <laughs> dude, I, I'm on board. Season eight. 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 Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. no, no, yeah. I hear you. That's insane. I've never heard of anyone shattering their spleen before. Yeah, I got lucky that it stayed inside wow. and stayed intact because wow. then it, it healed itself, uh-huh. and uh, I never had to get surgery to get it removed. They don't know for sure if it works. Or not, because your spleen, my spleen, yeah, like, like, huh. yeah, but it's in, inside me. You know, as a, you know, as a co-founder, these are things that I need to know. <laughs> yeah, we're not. I we mean, have one spleen between the two. Of we us. have one spleen between one the two active, of us. One active known spleen, yeah. and we also are insured as a business. So <laughs> I should. So <laughs> you're allegedly, we're allegedly not insured, allegedly. and I don't want anyone coming after us for that. Yeah, but I, I did not know that. Yeah, so. Good to know now. Yeah. Thank you, dude. And tra- now trapping the puck on that. <laughs> Going back to your performance. Um, so, like, how did it all go down? I haven't had a chance to watch the footage. Oh, no, mm. that's okay. And it was it was a long time ago. Um, yeah, it it feels kind of like a blur. Sure. It, it was a blur. Um, yeah, I like, my biggest memories from it, I think, are... I mean, I I was exhausted, like in between each obstacle, like sitting down. But then I just I just remember looking over and like seeing my parents and my daughter, and like in between the obstacles and like waving to them and just like being so happy that I was there. Um, and I made it to the fourth obstacle. It was this like giant. You you had to sit on the sit on the edge of this wall basically, and then scoot off of it onto a giant trampoline, and then uh, like hug on or catch this um like a boxing bag and i totally screwed up my trampoline jump (laughs) and like took the beanbag 
in the in the in the face so yeah (laughs) was it one of those that has like the momentum that carries you down and like what was the you grab the uh the punching bag yeah the punching bag and then what was like the next like what was the obstacle like made to to do you were well you were supposed to jump onto the punching bag and and get around on kind of swing and get around on the other side of it onto the platform okay okay yeah gotcha Dang. And then you just got hit. Yeah, it was hard. a bummer. Yeah. It was Dang. a bummer. Well, it was I was bummed out that I didn't pass that obstacle. Was it one that you were able to practice? Did you know that was like an, an obstacle? Um they actually had a trampoline set up in the back. Yeah. Okay. They did for that one. And I remember looking at that trampoline and going, uh uh-uh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not getting off the ground. Yeah. I'm not getting I'm not doing it. And you know, in hindsight, I mean I should have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should have, but that those, was are, just those how are the it was. obstacles that you don't necessarily like prepare for. Like you don't know you need to jump on a trampoline that to hit a punching bag. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. I mean, that's how American Ninja Warrior is. So you yeah. got to train for everything. Yeah. <laughs> What's the craziest obstacle you've ever done? Oh, the craziest obstacle uh, up in well, maybe this is the scariest obstacle I've ever okay. done up in um, Buffalo where we originally trained. It was a uh, a gym with really high ceilings and the owner set up this sliding bar and you had to stand at the top and i i mean i'd say it's at least 12 feet off the ground if your feet were at 12 feet and then you reach up for this bar and slide slide down um this ramp you're going pretty fast and then it hits the bottom and you let go and have to release and grab on to whatever obstacle was set at the bottom but that one always freaked me out so bad mm-hmm. the velocity so going bad. down. yeah because <laughs> um. yeah, you're just like dropping yourself off on into nothing and then you have to time your release time your release just right mm-hmm. to get the next thing and yeah oh man that one was always in my head Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't even want to think yeah. about this stuff. I feel like I'd be yeah. so bad at all of it. I, no, we got to. I want to go to a, a ninja gym. With oh, you, you guys totally should. Just kind of mess around and learn from you. Because, you would have fun. Yeah. I, I could do some of it, but there's a lot of it that I would be just be like, oh, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. Here's one thing I'm not good at is those uh, rope swing things, you know, where you're like hang and you swing and you swing off and into the. I mean, that's not even a ninja warrior obstacle but yeah what are you what are you trying to describe um <laughs> the thing that, that we did in aruba that i just sucked at off the jolly pirate ship oh gotcha. just, <laughs> oh yeah just time that yeah i don't think you you hang like this and then you swing all the way down and then like usually you could swing onto a platform or something but for us we were on a booze cruise in aruba and just swinging off it and doing like yeah. back people yeah, are doing like one too many cocktails <laughs> i was just gonna say yeah. too much jungle juice <laughs> it's an epic video though of me. it is epic we'll share it with you you'll get <laughs> a good so one okay. it's so ridiculous mm. um so after that then what was what was kind of the yeah. training like and how did that how did that all kind of training um, come together training was hard because i was still like pretty sick sick yeah yeah so it was like you know couple days forward a couple days back i took naps every day i spent a lot of time on the couch mm-hmm. um uh, yeah it was tough um and then i i started like picking up my intensity again i actually hired a trainer to work with and then it, i was like amping up for team ninja warrior season two mm-hmm. and um decided to compete in that thought that i was healthy thought that i was good to go and i remember like getting there and i just like just wasn't feeling it like 
even arriving there the day before the competition, like I just knew I didn't feel good. And I, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I just, I didn't feel right. I didn't have any energy and, um, but I was like determined again to <laughs> uphold our, our victory from the year before. And, um, so yeah, I went out on the course and I just got my ass kicked. Mm. Like the girls that I competed against were, they were fast and I felt so slow and I'm like, my head just wasn't quite clear. And yeah, I took like those, like I was showing you guys those two like really nasty wipeouts, um, from the balance obstacle and I was out. I was, I was really, really done after that. Um, got the, um, I didn't know that I had gotten concussions, but I just, I came home and I was sick for like weeks. I was sick to my stomach. I was, I was just really hurting. Um, and kind of, I was able to kind of work myself back into, um, going to the gym and I did like a juice cleanse and I was seeing like a functional doctor and just trying to figure out like what was wrong. And, um, then one day prepping for the next season of American Ninja Warrior, I took like a little spill in the gym, like kind of landed on all fours and just like clicked my head a little bit mm -hmm. and the symptoms all came back. And that's when I, I like started chatting with some friends about it and like kind of started putting the pieces together that maybe I was dealing with concussions. And then I was able to see, um, this amazing doctor here in the cities, Dr. Jeremy Schmo. He's a functional neurologist and he like saved my life. <laughs> really? Yeah. He, he, um, was able to, I mean, where I was then to where I am now, I mean, I wasn't able to have a five minute conversation with somebody without like being done for the day. Like wow. driving my car made me sick. Um, I was in really rough shape. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he just, what, what were some of the things that he did? Gave me, well, he gave me all kinds of drills to do. Okay. Um, like you're staring at your thumb this way and then you switch positions and go this way. Um, dots on the wall, like just turning your head. Um, I had like a color chart to move up and down sideways and backwards. My, like my eyes were all off, mm -hmm. yeah. um, which was connected to my neck and oh. all kinds of like electric stim he would do in the office on my neck and my head and like my tongue and <laughs> all, my glutes like all kinds of things I like learned about how it was all connected and oh. yeah it was kind of wild um have you ever heard of that like, before and like for concussion treatment I have not but I was that doesn't it doesn't surprise me to the sense of like that is the capability we have today of like yeah. the research and the, the rehabilitation yeah recalibration type process yeah, yeah. You, you had a concussion Sam yeah, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Sure. Interesting. How long would you say the process was before you felt back to being um, you again? Ooh, I mean, it's been really, really gradual. Okay. Um, I mean, pretty quickly, I started feeling a lot better. I mean, within a couple of weeks, I was I was feeling better. Um, like I was feeling better driving, um, you know, a month later I was feeling like I could have more, do more conversationally, but I mean, even six months later I was still like feeling some of the effects. So, um, maybe a year, Wow. something Whoa. like that. Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, to be like, to be completely honest, um, when I train today, it's not the same. 
really? That's so from when I before I got I got mono. If I'm Dang. being totally honest, so. Dang. Yeah. Wow. So what's kind of your training now? Like, what's the next step? I know you yeah. mentioned like powerlifting off air, uh-huh. but what's kind of the next step for for mini ninja? <laughs> well, that is it. <laughs> yeah, I I haven't like thrown thrown in the towel on Ninja Warrior completely. I did decide this year that I um that I wasn't going to apply for the show. I I just. I my head feels like too at risk right now to withstand another another like anytime I I knock my head or my neck like it's kind of just ridiculous um Mm -hmm. how fast the symptoms come back so I just don't want to mess with it but um but yes I found um I found I hired a coach this summer Bob Durant and at Los Cambiones you guys familiar with the gym in Franklin no no or in in Minneapolis on Franklin Avenue um anyway and yeah, I've been doing powerlifting. Started training last summer for it, oh. and uh, did a competition in February. And I'm doing how'd that go? It was good. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely some nerves and just like figuring out what it was all about and getting right. used to the format and stuff. And what were some of the areas you competed in? Was it bench press and? Yep, it's squat. Starts with squat and then um, bench press and deadlift. Okay, and that's so, it. Um, what did you say? Yeah, what's your max bench? My max bench, yeah. <laughs> 138 was my Dude, max bench. Awesome. I was nice. happy with it. It was yeah, good for legit. me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's legit. How much are you squatting? Um, I'm at about 220. Wow. Well, that's... I'm I'm I gotta get that number up. <laughs> what's the like? What are the numbers that you like to to reach? M- my coach says he wants my squat over 250. Um, and my my deadlift over. I mean, I need at least a three-time body weight deadlift, so okay. three forty, something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mostly my squat needs the most work right now. Most work. Where did? Yeah. Um, where did you come from to get to the two twenty? Oh, where did I? What where, was yeah. Like, yeah. yeah when you just started, started training. Uh Hmm. One sixty, maybe. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. It's, it's been good. His <laughs> <laughs> programming is working for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> Sweet. Absolutely yeah. crushing it. Yep. <laughs> February was the first time you competed. Yeah. Okay, and you have not competed a second time yet. No. We always say the biggest improvement is from one to two. Okay, I like so, it. <laughs> yeah. The second, the second we'll competition. See. Yeah. We'll see. And when will that be? That's in June. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to be in Minneapolis? I am, we'll yeah. Be, we'll be a support group. We'll I have a like sign it. and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to yell really loud yeah. <laughs> at the bottom of your squat. <laughs> so I like you can it. Finish. That'll yeah. feel good. <laughs> I'm fed up with networking events. And by no means is that a controversial thing to say at all. But, you know, I'm, I'm going out on a limb here and I'm trying to say that all I want to do is enjoy some beer and have some conversations. Is that too much to ask? Well, Zach, you could have said that a little bit better, but what he's trying to say is some of the best conversations and more importantly, collaborations, that's what Lincoln Drink is all about, have those conversations with local hustlers, entrepreneurs, creatives, and people right here in the Twin Cities sandbox. Yes, and this will be the fourth of its kind. It's still in its nascency. Nascency, but boy, is it growing. We're stoked to have you. Remember this time and place. We'll give you some time. Grab some pen and paper. Write this down in your notes right now. Remember this. May 8th at Finnegan's Bruco. That's May 8th at Finnegan's Bruco. Um, but kind of trapping the puck and focusing on back pocket questions. Mm-hmm. We have a, several core questions of ours that we ask every guest. Yeah. Uh, the first one being, 
what is your average quality? And this is something we frame in a way you do something well at times and other times not so well. At the end of the day, it's your average quality. Yeah. So Jennifer, what is your average quality? <laughs> you guys asked me this on Instagram and I think I said mini golf. <laughs> yes. yes. And then I responded, I was like, what a great first date thing to be good at. And that happened. Yeah, yeah I did have a first date actually that was mini golfing. <laughs> <laughs> and then the dude responded in it. Yeah. It was like, yeah, because you forgot your wallet and keys or something. We like got it's in the middle of a, a love triangle. It was, yeah. it was a sweet conversation. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty funny. I was also gonna say cooking. Either one. Okay. okay. Either one. <laughs> I like to, miss. I like to pride myself on my go- on my mini golf. I take it way too seriously. So that would be my average quality. Is inside the mini golf game, I'm fairly decent, and mm-hmm. I uh, I just take it too seriously. So I, I, it's a fun. <laughs> it's supposed to be fun, and I don't treat it like it's fun. Right. <laughs> Okay, but we're so we're average cooks as well, and this is mm-hmm. you know a common theme amongst our whole podcast. Okay, um, what would your kids? What's your kids' favorite meal that you make? I mean, this is just sad, but chicken nuggets. You can't go wrong. <laughs> oh, you can't go wrong. I could throw them in the oven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I make mean, like the good gluten-free ones from Whole Foods. Yep. Like real nice. chicken in there. And they're just fired up about it. There, yeah. Mommy, can I, we have chicken nuggets? Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I go with the Tyson bag from Cub Foods, and uh, that's usually my right when I get home from work. I just like throw eight in there and just there you go. call it a day. All right, so then my next question about cooking would be, what's your go-to meal? My go-to that meal. That you make, yeah. I, I do the best with breakfast. Mm. <laughs> so do all of us. <laughs> I can make eggs. I can make bacon. Okay. I love... So lately I've been on this um, protein mix kick. That it's like a protein pancake mix, and I do sweet potato pancakes with it, regular pancakes. Um, I make bit protein biscuits with it. Whoa. Is it your own recipe, or are you using? Is it Kodiak I, cakes? It's not Kodiak. Uh, what's it called? Blender something. Mm, something blender. But they're they're good. They taste fine. Yeah, sometimes they, you get into they those do. In I, the, the Kodiak ones. ones messed with my stomach. Okay. Um, but this one was this one's been great. Yeah. Sweet. Dude. Yeah. Love that. uh, that's I'm my go-to people call me andy breakfast as well because i eat breakfast for breakfast and dinner all the time because <laughs> that's what i'm good at yeah i, I know i do mine for breakfast and lunch mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's good what do you make um you're a are you you're down south guy you're louisiana right? oh well cooking in general i i got into the uh southern food kick so i just make gumbo and jambalaya a lot um, but my breakfast meal is usually just a breakfast burrito Oh, those are, those are amazing. Oh, I get, I've, I've gotten pretty good at them. What do you put in it? Um, I buy those Jimmy Dean bags, you know, the one, like the frozen, <laughs> this is so stupid, but yeah, you're really good at throwing the Jimmy Dean bag. Yeah. I just throw the, the Jimmy Dean bag. It's got, you know, sausage, your potatoes, O'Brien and, uh, your peppers, <laughs> you know, you throw that, that on, the, awesome. throw the skillet on there. You, you dice up, you put the spices in there, you know, salt, pepper, what have you. <laughs> And then mix the eggs in there. While the eggs are being mixed, you throw the cheese on. And then while that's all melting and stuff, you throw the tortilla in the microwave. You take that out, right? And then it's all done at the same time. Put it together. French red hot on top. That sounds so good. That's the the best part about breakfast when you're making it is when you can time up your, your bagel, your eggs, and like your meat, all three of them, you get those timed up perfectly so they're nice and hot. <laughs> Timing is so key yeah. with breakfast food, and not enough people are talking about that. Yeah. The actual making of it is not hard, but the timing of it can be hard. Yes. So that's where uh, expertise comes in. You you agree, Sam? I, I quote, no, it's a quote from me. 
Oh, you're taking credit you're on claiming that? this yeah. with your <laughs> mouth full of food. Yeah, thanks. Oh uh, yeah, good point. <laughs> he did say that. Uh, um, we'll have to, we have to give him credit. We'll give him that. credit. Uh, but trapping the puck on that one, and then transition to a second question is, what's in your back pocket? So this is something you carry around during these stressful times um, and through going through injury and that, that, that type of stuff. So what have you used in your back pocket to help you overcome this stuff? Oh, um, I mean, <laughs> I think the biggest thing, I don't know if this is directly answering your question. You could tell me if this is what you're getting at or not, but you're probably going to crush it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just going to say that I've learned um, that I need to give myself a lot more grace and be patient with myself. I, I, I think, um, I mean, you guys are athletes, like kind of default is to push yourself all the time Mm -hmm. and to not be content with where you are and want to be better. And not that I don't, but also knowing that to get better, sometimes I need to put on the brakes and that today getting better meant I need to go for a walk and I need to be okay with taking a nap and I need, you know, um, and I need to be okay with, um, you know, walking slowly and, you know, just small things like that. And, and, and accepting the fact that I'm not where I was a month ago. I'm not as, you know, I don't know if I'll ever get back to how I was a month ago, you know, stuff like that. But, but also looking ahead to the future, like, knowing that there's still things that I can do and maybe the picture is just going to look a little bit differently. So I think, yeah, that's a great point. Cause I think, um, life is a lot of like that too. You know, a, a lot of anxiety is associated when you're doing something that's so close to your brand, like mini ninja, when close people's to your heart, too. close to your mm-hmm. heart, yeah. you love it. Right. Right. And it gets tough. And I have that same issue with this own podcast. Like I work on this stuff anytime free time that I have now. And I run myself on the ground a lot of the times, but this past weekend taking like literally getting eight hours of sleep for the first time. Hmm. And I can't even remember. And that reset, just that simple, like take a step back for once helped me take three three or four more steps forward the next day which is very similar to like your walk you know like you're doing uh ledge pull-ups like crazy and doing insane workouts and then like taking a walk is nothing right (laughs) but at the same time it's something it's helping for that day it was exhausting yeah Yeah, right Right. (laughs) no i love that answer i think that's that's phenomenal Mm -hmm. awesome awesome well, just kind of a sidebar here. One of the workouts that you do it in your house, and you did this just recently, mm-hmm. was when you were jumping on the arm of your couch yeah. <laughs> as a box jump. So creative. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, well, yeah. can we talk about your Instagram real quick? Sure. Going from, I mean, just kind of friends and family, and I have 300,000 followers and people just loving your videos of doing crazy workouts. Thanks. That's awesome. That's been fun. <laughs> yeah. How did you, uh, I mean... That's an unexpected thing, correct? Like, that's oh, not something you no. you plan for. No, mm-hmm. I didn't. Um, it was, I didn't know um, that you could make a living off of Instagram when, yeah. I, when I first started. Right. And, like, that's, like, your main thing that you do now. Like, it would is. you tag yourself as, like, an Instagram influencer pretty much? I mean, sure. Whatever. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's providing for me through, cool. through sponsors. And, that's freaking awesome. And, Yeah. Uh, my training programs and stuff. So, um, what do you want your 
brand or influence to be on other people? Um, I, I, th- I've, I think about that a lot. Um, and I've kind of feel like I can narrow it down to like empowering people through strength, like helping other people find strength, build strength and like helping them feel the empowerment that comes from that. That's badass. I, I like that. And I think like if you try to do that, and then I'm talking this in a general sense, if you do that in the fitness industry and not trying to like show off the other, the other stuff, the glamour part of it, but focusing on the empowerment, because like we're saying, this fitness world is, can be your church. It mm. can be your, your Zen period where you can find yourself being relaxed again, even though you're pushing yourself to extremes. Yeah. And then it gives you the confidence also like I can, I just pushed myself for 40 seconds in this hit workout and now I have to go home and I have to do all these other side tasks that need to get done. Right. Um, you just use that same mentality. So empowering yeah, so others true. through your social um, platforms, that's a great way to go about it. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I should talk about I should talk about that aspect of it more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's one thing that we've found just through, you know, building our own kind of brand is the authenticity of just like telling people your average qualities, telling people where you failed and telling people honestly where you're at. Um, people relate to it and they love it and that's why it works for us you know yeah and I think I'm starting to see a lot more of that working for others Uh, so it's cool it's fun to have a platform where you can impact so many people by just being yourself now sure nothing like that's ever agree with you Mm -hmm. I mean Mm -hmm. like that's never been a thing before right and people like like that they like it when you share your struggles yeah. And when you tell them how you're not perfect and right. <laughs> like they appreciate that. It's, right. The, uh, yeah. I think like the industry, a, mm-hmm. sorry, the okay. industry, like uh, not like the paparazzi or the, the glitz and glamour of yesterday, like it happened on Instagram and still goes on with, you know, the quote unquote Instagram influencers. That's why like we hate that word, honestly. Like yeah. you've said it a hundred times. I've said it a million <laughs> times, but and that's kind of what we want to try and do so at in the, in a sense where we like we tag ourselves as the top local influencer podcast around here. Sure. Um, but like influencer, like we want to redefine what that really means because beneath the cool photos, beneath the crazy workouts is actually like a human doing right. something really cool. Sure. And it's just it's hard to unpack sometimes, but I really that's really at the heart of what I want to bring out of people and what better place to do it than just having a conversation uninterrupted over some pizza over some you pizza it's hard to beat that it's what it's all about i think that's awesome that you continue to try to do that through social media um and it's re- it really was an unexpected career like this like you yeah. mentioned you had instagram and you were posting those 15 second videos when that was the limit that instagram had right. and you you weren't on it to get on this type of following you were using it as like your pivot to uh, ninja warrior right. to show that this is who i am so you're using it to brand mm-hmm. in that sense and now you have created from there this entire different world it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so that's exactly what happened so, cool. yeah, i feel you. very blessed mm-hmm. what's the <laughs> what's grateful. the uh what's the future now with your brand where are you trying to take it what's yeah what's the next step next step um I'm I'm working on kind of consolidating a little bit and um, trying to trying to just kind of align. I'm I'm working with a lot of different brands and trying mm-hmm. to kind of streamline my stuff. And I I want to come out with some more ebooks and more programs for people and and keep plugging away. I'd love to um, uh, start some YouTube stuff too. 
Okay. Okay. So that's, that's a tough industry. There's so many I YouTube know, channels. Right? <laughs> yeah. But with I think you can definitely help the Instagram kind of like the push towards those people into YouTube, which that would be helpful. Yeah, definitely. Do you have your own app? Is that correct? I do. Yeah. Let's yeah. plug that. That sure. is awesome. Yeah. It's... How do you create an app? <laughs> I don't know how to do that. Well, <laughs> I don't either. I partnered with a company <laughs> that built it for me. Okay. I I designed the um, training program and did all the videos and stuff. And then, um, yeah, they did all the back end. So it's called the Mini Ninja app. Okay. It's available on Apple and in the iTunes store. And it's uh, my pull-up program, basically. Pull-up and grip strength training program. I wanted something out there for people who were pursuing obstacle sports. And even just for, like, you know, stay-at-home mom who wants to be able to play on the monkey bars with their kids at the park, you know? Yeah. Something like that. And so that's kind of the basis of it. And then I took my background with fitness and HIT and um, and personal training and, and put that in there as well to make a full-body program. So if somebody's just looking for the pull-up program, they can skip the two-leg days a week. Or if they want a full-body program, they can do each day. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's sick. It's that entrepreneur mindset that you've had from – from that stroller fitness, from even probably back into your tennis career. I mean, you're that's an individual sport where you're out sure. there by yourself trying to figure out how to beat someone else. Right. And uh, and then you take that into stroller fitness and then um, all the other stuff. And then American Ninja Warrior. And now you have your own app. Sweet. <laughs> Thank you. It. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it's one day at a time. One day at a time. Absolutely. Yeah, that's it's the best way to go Definitely up and down a lot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, do you have, uh, do you have, do you spend like a ton of time on your phone? Cause you're always like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, Instagram's like your question. platform. I just, I'm curious. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I can like tell you cause I know my, <laughs> they give the screen, you time. know, the screen time now. Yeah. Um, Instagram, I, I spend a couple hours a day on, Wow. um, but on my phone, I am definitely on my phone a bit because it's you know, going through my photos or creating videos. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know. That's, I actually don't know what that is. Yeah, I'm, Probably I'm like more five. like four or five. Yeah. yeah I'm at five because in marketing, I'm like, I'm also running social platforms. So I'm okay. checking those all the time. Yep. Right. <laughs> and I, I, I like started, since I started, I was probably at like two and a half. Yeah. And now I'm at five and a half. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I did not realize. Sure. <laughs> it, it pops up like randomly, like, Right. I, did, I don't know why it just comes up and it's like you've been on it for five and a half hours today <laughs> basically put your phone away <laughs> yeah, <right>. yeah. <laughs> my eyes start getting tired yes. <laughs> at the end have of the you day ever done like a like a a phoneless retreat or something where you're just like not looking at your phone it doesn't like it ever doesn't have to be a retreat but just time away from your phone i i actually do take time during the day like nice. i just get like like I almost have this like phobia sometimes or I just I just want like I was dreaming about it the other day. Maybe it was this morning. I was like had this vision of like running on the beach without my phone. <laughs> like, yeah, because it, it is. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Um, sometimes it feels like a like a weight, like an ankle. Yes. Whatever yeah, they're called. Yeah. Ankle weight. Yeah. Like for for people who like go to jail and stuff or all yes that's what i was oh. I, I can't think you know of the word uh, let's look it up. okay there you go. that's a good producer right <laughs> <Yeah>. there <laughs> this guy gets it sometimes I'm, during the day i'll just like put my phone on silent and set it down like upside down yeah and go smart. upstairs yep there you go that's what i started doing is 
I turned off the vibrate whenever you get mm-hmm. a text or a call. So now yeah. everything's silent. Yeah. And then I also, well, part of that, what's it called? Ball and chain. Ball and chain. Sure. That works. Sure. <laughs> the old ball and chain. The old ball and chain. <laughs> <laughs> we got stumped again. That's like jail, isn't that? When like you have, like, yeah. you can't walk around and it's. That's what I was referring to. Oh, that yeah, is what you're referring to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We were talking about that. Was okay. Sweet, sweet, sweet. It applies. Yeah. Um, yeah, we well, got it, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, Oh, what was I saying though? Oh, so a part of the screen app, <laughs> the screen time thing, uh-huh. uh, you can set time limits too. So I yeah. always, I go from like my phone can't be active between uh, 6 or 10, 8, 10 p.m. at night when I want to go to bed to 6 a.m. Oh. So it totally shuts off all my notifications and everything during that time. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. So that's highly recommend cool. for anybody out there trying to <laughs> lower their screen time. Because I, I think like that's it. one of the worst things is when you're just at night just browsing dude mm. laying in bed browsing i do it way too often do you really yeah yeah i see i totally cut that out i i either read um really intellectual books or, sick brag dude <laughs> all right or i re- or i uh write he read down. harry potter for two years yeah <laughs> i like it yeah. I, i've read all the harry potter books too yeah. there you go i just finished it best series like ever. a month ago right yeah a month yeah. ago it took me two years because i went to uh i went to london and ireland and we went and saw like every Harry Potter thing, and I was with a bunch of people who just loved Harry Potter. I had no idea. Rightfully what it was. so. Rightfully so. Um, never watched the movies, never read the books, and I was sure. there the whole time seeing all this stuff. And yeah. so when I got back, I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna read and watch every single one." And that's good what I did. for you. They're mm. awesome, Two right? Years. <laughs> oh, they're great. They're amazing. They're good stuff. Oh, my daughters have been listening to those for like three years now. Nice. The audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Like every night before they go to bed, so you can ask them like how many stairs there are in the in whatever tower. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Like these obscure questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder what school they are. I'm just curious. I don't know. What out, I of, am. out of the four. Out of the four, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I'm probably at Gryffindor. I don't know. You're a Hufflepuff, dude. Ah, don't go there, dude. <laughs> it's just the truth. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not trying to like pivot into like a. Uh, something you're yeah. a Hufflepuff. Well, just definitely not a Slytherin, yeah. and that's where we're gonna stay. Yeah, Sam's a Slytherin. I know what that means. Yeah. So. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Whatever. All good. Um, so we've been asking you a ton of questions for now, fifty minutes or so. Um, I'm curious if you have any questions for us. So if the ball's in your court. Ask us anything. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys ever get nervous doing these? I used to get very nervous. Um, the, probably the first fifty. Almost. And we've been we've been doing like a hundred and it's probably one hundred and thirty ish. One hundred and thirty now. The first fifty, I would get nervous, and we'd have yeah. like a list of questions that we would like we'd hold in front of ourselves and look at, and we'd use, and that was all that we asked were those questions. Sure. And one day, I don't know if it was you who started it or like I think you said like I'm gonna put my phone away and I'm gonna try to do it without it, and like I I kept it that day, and then I saw you crush it, and I was like, all right, I can do this too. So I put my phone sure. away and. Honestly, since I've not used a scripted question list, um, my confidence level has increased because I, I, I have to listen way more of just what you're saying to increase the conversation. Sure. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, I was I was freaking out early. <laughs> <laughs> Even with like my, we had my parents on like episode 20, Se- 17, 17. And the worst one. Uh, no, I, for me, great I was freaking out because I was just like, I want to ask the right questions and stuff. But and Declan over here, just casual Declan, <laughs> crushes yeah. it, help, keeps me on an even keel. Um, 
But that even then, I was nervous for interviewing my parents. I can't even like thinking yeah. back. I on would that. be m- the most nervous interviewing my parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the hardest, I think, the most nervous that I get is when we have to like call a guest in or have to do something that's out of the ordinary of just like sitting down and having a conversation, and then something doesn't work. Oh like, yeah, like when we interviewed T.J. Lavin. He, we sent up like had everything prepared, like putting all this effort to like make sure he has the right link to the live stream and make sure he has got our email, has the questions and yeah. everything. And then he just goes, uh, like, yeah, not working, guys. What do we want to do? And it's like, oh, oh no. what do we do? What do we do? And he couldn't figure out his password again. And it was like, just like problem after problem um, and it's like you're you're with tj lavin like you can't screw my, this my up. childhood dream guest yeah <laughs> and so we ended up facetime and i'm in the facetime barely works oh, and it's no. like oh and, it's, and at this point it's just like okay can we just please like record a good podcast and we did but uh i rare i guess to my point is i don't really get nervous when i'm like when we're talking and stuff yeah. it's more so all the preparation and everything that goes on around it mm-hmm. sure. that i get anxious about i guess well that makes sense yeah mm-hmm. Any other questions? Is that, it? Is that the only one? By the way, like, yeah, that's an awesome I don't know question. If you, no one's asked that. You were, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're crushing it today, by the way. This well, is, is this you your first podcast? It, you guys made it easy. Uh, I've only done one other one. So, yeah, you guys made it easy. Sweet. Awesome. Do, do you like listening to yourself? This is cool. I've yeah. never had, definitely never had this set up before. Yeah. It helps us lock in for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have two final questions. Yeah. Um, so, we like challenges like yourself. Okay. Um, who do you challenge? us to get on the show uh i challenge you to get my functional neurologist on the show dr jeremy schmo okay Ooh, that's a great gate gateway yes. because like declan was saying like that's something that we didn't even know really existed because we've dealt, we've been around concussions so frequently with friends that are still similar to you still dealing with these major repercussions that's a great challenge. Thank he, you. Yeah, he's amazing. And, like, I I just wish that he could treat everybody who had a concussion, you know? Yeah. So the more we can get his name out there, the better. Heck yeah. Awesome. Let's Sam, you, see, did you write that down? You write that down. Oh, oh. Thank you, Sam. Written down. Yeah. yeah. You're the best. Sam. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> um, and then our final question, a simple question. What did you learn today from the moment you woke up to when we're having this conversation? <laughs> Oh, well, I learned that Carboni's pizza has not changed in 20 years. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. With green olives, which I, I, I'm i just very impressed with because that's a unique a unique thing that you have is people usually go for the black olives. Not as much flavor in the black olives. No. But the but green ones. Just not. Yes. Yep. I'm going to now green put more green olives. olives on my pizza. That's what I learned today. I'm just impressed you guys ate them. We ate it all. I think there's two slices yeah. left. Did you eat them already, Sam? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just kind of inhale food. I I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, though. Um, thank you so much for coming. Thank on, you guys though. for having me. It was a blast. Absolutely. That's a wrap.
Just watching now. 